Alright guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. And then of course, we've got the professor himself. I just want to do like the evil laugh. Hot Rods and Happy Hour, financial analyst slash numbers guru slash spooky statisticianist. What is happening, Johnson City, Tennessee? Big shout out to uh, Tyler, Tyler Porter. Porter. That's right. We got a listener all the way in Johnson City, Tennessee. I didn't even know they had radios out there yet. I know. Uh, hey, it's good to hear uh, someone's listening. I know. All this time, I thought it was just my mom. <laughs> I tell you, it's crazy. I love your mom. She she she's always listening. Yeah, mom's awesome. She's like she's our number one fan. But. This is the Halloween episode of H and H. I mean, that's what makes it cool. Like, I love Halloween. It's a fun holiday. It's time to get spooky in here. That's right. Well, actually, Richard kind of freaks me out when me and you are in here alone, and you say things like that. <laughs> it just weirds me out just a little bit. But you know, I'm not the biggest person that believes. You know, like. I'm not superstitious. I'm not anything. I mean, hell, I got a black cat for a pet. (laughs) But, you know, some of these stories you hear, they have to come from somewhere. And, you know, I'm not the biggest, ooh, it's ghosts and all that BS. But, you know, enough people start telling a story it gets you thinking. And I've actually had some paranormal-type crazy activity in a vehicle myself. I know. And it was in a Corvette, which is even worse. But. They, they get spooky. They do get spooky. And, and that's the thing. That's what I think that's what we need to talk about. We need to talk about scary car stories. And I mean, because we all know about the killer cars, Christine, you know, which that's the ultimate killer car, you know? Yeah. Don't cross her. No, no, no. I just stay away from 58 Plymouth Furies. They're just bad. That actually wasn't a 58 Plymouth Fury. What was it exactly? It was a Belvedere Sport Coupe. But they made it out to be a Fury. Right. Um, Stephen King didn't know a lot about cars. And uh, he, in the book, it was a sedan, which there was no Fury sedan. Um, It was a 58 Plymouth Sport Coupe Belvedere that uh, was read in the book and read in the movie, but they were actually eggshell white. They only came one color. Yeah. And of all the colors in the world you're going to pick out, Eggshell white. Yeah. He's like, hey, how about that eggshell white? I mean, eh, I don't know. Of course, I guess Chrysler was, didn't have some of the best ideas in the world, but <laughs> I mean, and they made a cool looking car out of it. Though. I mean, they could have went with a 57 Chevrolet or put, or put Arnie in a T-Bird or something like that, but no. I'm glad they didn't. Well, it makes it kind of cool. You know? it, it makes it different. If it wasn't for Christine, do you think there would be any value in those Plymouths? No. Whatsoever. No. But, I, I love them. Uh, I think it's the most beautiful car ever built, but no. If not for Christine, uh, no. We wouldn't know what those cars are. So it would be like, 
and it's eggshell white. And they look gorgeous in red. They do. It's, that's a beautiful car. And I love the blacked out windows in it. Well, you know me quite well. Um, everything I drive has to have blacked out windows. You're starting to freak me out a little bit, Richard. Uh, man, I feel like I'm naked if I'm driving without tinted windows. You could be naked if they're tinted right. Uh, that's true. I'm just saying. I mean, some people drive better that Look way. Look at Patrick over there. Patrick, do you drive in the nude? Yes, he does. You want to talk about scary things? <laughs> <laughs> Him with clothes on gets me sometimes. That's just mean. I'm over here trying to be, you know, a good producer and all that stuff. The world's now, a mean place, Patrick. I, I, I'm preparing you for the world. You should thank me for this. As if I'm uh, not prepared enough as it is. Patrick, tint your windows. Why? <laughs> Please. You don't drive by me. You don't know my life. <laughs> you don't know what I do. Put some pants on, you know, please. I'm wearing pants right now. What's wrong with you? <laughs> There's a lot of things wrong with me, so, but I will never drive nude. Don't knock it till you try it. That All right. So, we've got some spooky car stories lined up, though. And I mean, we got some good ones. You spurred one on me just now that has really... Really, a real life, Christine, because everybody's seen the movie, they read the book, whatever. But this is the Golden Eagle. It's a Golden Eagle. And it's a real Christine, like supposedly. And this car's like still around. Like, yes. It's hiding in um, someone's yard. It was taken apart, and then the owner put it back together. And the owner, you said, is a witch? She is a witch. That right there is going to make for a good story. Witches own wicked stuff. I mean, do you see what they can do with a broomstick? Could you imagine <laughs> what they could do with a Dodge? A Dodge 330 at that. Yeah, a 64 Dodge 330 to be exact. That's insane. And we'll get a little more of that story here in the next segment. But, And I've got a good one of paranormal type things like... Like, you've got, like, the good ghost cars, like Herbie. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a happy car. And then you've got the sad cars. And I, I bought a very sad Corvette, I think. <laughs> and I think that, hell, I bought a Corvette today. But, I mean, Corvette, and they, it made me happy. But it didn't like people in my life. So you have to stay tuned for that one. That's a good one. That's a page turner. Makes that's just, but that car is still to this day killing relationships. That's what C four Corvettes do. It was a C three. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's even worse. I'm telling you, that's old school killing relationships. <laughs> I mean, from way back. But so we got a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, I got a good Halloween question for you, Professor. Yes, sir. Favorite Halloween candy, your go-to. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a crunch guy. Um, like the Nestle's Crunch. Mm, those are good. Those are good. I'm a Mr. Good Bar guy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, and so that, and then, and like Patrick was talking about before we came on, he's talking about Reese cups in the refrigerator. Everything has to be frozen. 
So I don't know about frozen. I don't want a popsicle. Cold. Cold, yes. But uh, except Snickers bars. Snickers bars, you'll break a tooth on those things. It's worth it. <laughs> Anything with caramel in it, you don't want to put it in the fridge or freezer because it's just it's not good. You're going to go visit the dentist afterwards. I feel like Patrick is the voice of reason for H&H. Dude, uh, I'm the voice of reason for food. Look at me, okay? Yes. I'm an overweight man. I know my food, okay? <laughs> he knows his way around the kitchen. It, if you ask me any question about food, I guarantee you I can actually answer it without flaw. This is scary. Yeah. And he likes to drive naked. I do. <laughs> he drives right. naked and he drives an FJ. <laughs> Can y'all stop with the FJ hate? The FJ's, the FJ's, that's that's a that's an awesome ride. That's kind of cool. I think Rock's got one, or his kid sister drives one. One of the two. Um, I have a customer whose daughter drives one. I think everybody has a customer's daughter that drives one. Like it, that's just like, that, that's like the chick commando vehicle. It's the new Barbie Jeep. <laughs> down with the commando. Yeah, it's like the new, exactly. It's the new Barbie Jeep. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We got a lot of scary car stories headed your way. Stay tuned. Right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 1063 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. So, we're talking about spooky car stories. And the professor, Mr. Richard Hoskins himself, was telling us about a very spooky car story. A 1964 Dodge 330. That right there is worth the Google because probably 98% of the people who listen to this radio program don't even know what that car looks like. It looks like it could have taillights on the front. It is the Golden Eagle um, 1964 Dodge 330. And it is haunted and it kills people. This thing has killed 32 people, I think is what it was. I, I think that's the current. Yeah, well, um, like it was like 14 people it killed. And suppose like people just land in front of it and die. <laughs> right. It right. doesn't hit them. They just die. Little kids get hit by cars and land in front of it and die. Um, It's quite the spooky car. And it's owned by a witch. It is owned by a witch. Does anybody have any idea what made this Dodge? Deadly. Um, the story is that it uh, was purchased by a police officer, um, new, and it kept throwing police officers out of it, and uh, they kept dying. And then this family bought it, and people kept getting hit by cars and landing in front of it and dying. So, I mean, the, there's no rhyme or reason what made it that way. Like no, the cop no. wasn't mean to it. or No, no. Apparently, it's just evil. Just a bad Dodge. It's a Dodge 330, and uh, I can speak from former Dodge ownership. Uh, I, I understand how these kind of things can happen. I can see where they'd be mad. But, so now it's owned by a witch, and this car's still around. It was vandalized by two church groups. Right. It now, was it was stolen. It was stolen and vandalized. But this is the thing that's crazy. I love two church groups vandalized it. Why didn't they crush it and just be done with it? I think they tried. Um, they stole the car. They took it apart. And they did mash it. 
mostly uh not completely but um they did they vandalized it and uh they crushed it for the most part but it won't die that's insane so, but now it's rusting away what, what, yeah what kind of like how did they vandalize it just by crushing well they it? spray painted it they beat it with hammers yeah, they, they, they the beat it on it if it if it's like that in your church Shouldn't you have holy water around? Well, maybe give the car a bath in holy water. And that could, you know what? Maybe it's just a car wash is what it needed. Maybe a little <laughs> simonize. It goes probably, a long way. Probably just needs a good wax job. I mean, you'll come on. I get a little Same. cranky when I'm dirty too. But the other thing you got to think about with this is, I mean, how many people? How many car? How many people's got to get killed by this thing? Before somebody figures out, hey, something's wrong with it. Yeah, crush it. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, this is a bad one. Take it to CarMax and sell it off like everybody else does. <laughs> you know, I mean, seriously. So they've got this car, and it's an evil car. And now I wondered, now, if you do crush it, would it make evil Pepsi cans? Probably. So now we have killer Pepsi cans floating around. I mean, well, so maybe it's a good thing it's all in one form. It, it's probably not helping that it's owned by a witch. Yeah, and now, and now is she like re-upping the bad in it? Because you got to think sooner or later, she's going to get tired. Like, come on. How many people do I have to kill? She seems to embrace the bad. Um, I mean, she's okay with it. I mean, I've seen what witches do with broomsticks. I never know they got into Dodges. Yeah, well, you know. Maybe kind? it might what? be the other way because this is an old Dodge. Maybe like, that's what the broomstick, that's the backup plan. If the Dodge breaks down, they can take the broomstick. What kind of car is a witch going to get into? Of course, an old Dodge. A Prius. No. Uh, no, no, I don't think Prius has the power. <laughs> no, no, no. Not even the dark side can help a Prius. That would be my own personal hell driving a Prius. But you know, like ah, uh, that's just horrible. I, I don't know. I think it's fitting that a witch owns it, and she does. And and this car's in Maine. She got her property back. Uh, she recovered it. It it is her car, and uh, she rebuilt it. You know kinda. what, though, I have to say, it's nice to see the church come together and do something. Yeah, right. I would love to been in that church social hall. <laughs> what are we gonna do, <laughs> Leroy? You got your hammers, <laughs> Cletus? You got your baseball bat? Let's go beat up a Dodge. I mean, you're just you know, like getting together for this. I mean, come on. Uh, Can I get a? I wonder if they prayed before they did it. I I kind of doubt it, but you mentioned Leroy, and uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm totally you, on top of that. You own a Dodge named Leroy Brown. It was I, owned by I Leroy. bought a Dodge, the from baddest, Leroy Brown. the baddest man in the whole damn town. I you mean, know, you bought a badass when the former owner's name is Leroy Brown. Leroy Brown. I mean, the Murata may be maybe uh, haunted. I think it. I think it might be a little bit haunted. Um, I just think it's got carburetor problems. But you know. I just want to kick it. Don't. Um, no, Next thing you know, be laying dead in front of it. Don't I do know, that. I you know. know how this goes. It's narrowly removed from a 330. But, so now this thing, this car's still around. Like people take pictures of it sitting in this lady's yard. It is. It's rusted all to heck. And uh, the owner, I mean, she loves it. She grew up literally in it. Like playing in it. It didn't kill her. Yeah. It hasn't killed her yet. Maybe it just likes her. 
I don't know. It's a spooky car. No it doubt. is a spooky car. But all right, so now I think the only thing you got to worry about that old Dodge killing now, maybe you might die of tetanus if you mess with it. <laughs> it's a little rusty. But I don't know. I mean, do you really think that car? I mean, what? You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I mean, the story is so long. Like, it's like six paragraphs long. The story is and it's talking about all these people just dying around it. Oh, yeah, the church members. They didn't go away on skate. They've all died, and four of them got struck by lightning. I don't know, man. I mean, it's documentable, so, I mean, it did happen. It's on the Internet, and we all know that. Yeah, so you know it's true. Um, I don't don't know, man. Uh, It's hard to argue with it. Yeah, but it's hard to believe it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Apparently, people die around this car. Oh, it just happens. I'm just saying. I mean, that's, that's a heck of a selling point. Yeah, yeah. Not, not how many good. how many kills has your Dodge got? <laughs> Seven. Exactly. I mean, that's rookie numbers. I mean, I mean, that's crazy though. It is the real Christine. It is. It's like the real life, but it actually inspired the book. Yeah. The car, Stephen that car. King was inspired by the story of this car, and he wrote a book about it. And that's why we drive Chevrolets, kids. That's why I drive Dodges. Mm-hmm. On the evil side. Guys, stay tuned. We got a lot more spooky car stories headed your way right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. And then, of course, in the studio, as always, we got Richard Hoskins, Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru slash professor slash scary Mopar driver. What's happening in Topeka, Kansas? Hang holding it down for Kansas. Topeka. You know, so we're talking about spooky car stories. And I've got one for you, Richard. And this one, I don't know about spooky, but I think it's folklore. And I think every car guy's heard a version of this story. No matter where I've been, you get to BSing with a bunch of old car guys. Everybody knows this story. So I don't know exactly where it originates from. But it goes a little something like this. Hit it. (laughs) But no, David Ball actually sang a song about this, Riding with Private Malone. David Ball, Spartanburg, South Carolina, country music singer. Not hitting on a whole lot now, but you know. I love that song. Uh, It gives you cold chills. It does, man. It, it, It brings tear to your eye. It does. And so basically the story is... It's about a guy that went to Vietnam and obviously didn't make it back. And he bought a new Corvette before he left and basically put it in the garage and put a car cover over it and left a letter in the dash saying, hey, you know, if you're reading this, I didn't make it back, you know. And, you know, I think about a lot of people didn't make it back from Vietnam, you know. But, you know, a few years down the road, the mother ends up selling the car and like, you know, it's like a classified ad. It just says Chevrolet for like, $1,000 or whatever, some crazy low amount. But he gets this car and he gets it running and he starts doing crazy things. You know, like the radio changes stations and and stuff like that. And he already read the note and all that stuff's in the dash. But ends up, he crashes the car and people there say he was dragged out by a military service guy. And the car is ruined. It's like demolished. It's burst into flames. So that's kind of crazy. It is, uh, 
And uh, I don't know. It, it is. It's the old story. Um, I mean, it's kind of like that. It's like a grandpa story. 62 Chevrolet. Yeah. And pick it up for nothing. And it turns out to be an old Corvette. Um, that song is a testament to, uh, you know, our servicemen and let it be known. People that served in Vietnam were not, they, they never got the, uh, the respect, the respect that was due to, uh, you know, their service. And it's cool that we have these old songs that do kind of give them a little bit of respect. But it's it's almost spooky in a way, though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean... I mean, I, I mean, if I was going to come back as a ghost, I mean, I'd definitely do it in a Corvette before I do it in a Dodge, like the one we were talking about in the <laughs> last course. segment. You know, I mean, if I had my pick, I mean, just think about how many more people we could kill in a Corvette versus a Dodge. <laughs> just time savings. Seven to one, easy. Easy. And now, now keep in mind this story. Like I said, I've heard several versions. I've heard of, I've heard a Mustang version of this of this story. I've heard a 66 Corvette. I've heard a 63, a 62. I've heard... Every possible version of this ever. I think there's even a Dodge version floating around. There probably is. Because, um, yeah, you got to give the Dodge love. But Yeah, we see what happens when you don't. It starts killing people. That old Chevrolet was a 66 Corvette. Exactly. I mean, like, it just gives you goosebumps. Even you singing it horribly, it got <laughs> me. You know? Not knocking your singing, but I am, you know? But it's, I mean, it's just like, you know, Patrick drives Barbie commando Jeeps. I know. You're I not know. good at singing. Everybody's got their thing they're not good at. I can't swim. Patrick drives his daughter's car. His <laughs> future daughter's car. He is flipping me the bird right now. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right, Patrick. We still love you. And one day your daughter's going to be extremely happy to drive that. Hey, dude, um, I pulled a plate off my car yesterday. It said 81 Dodge. So, uh, yeah, there's that. In old English letters. Yeah. Leroy Brown, man. Uh, That's classy. He, he was a touch of class. Only the finest jockey lot would make a tag like that. <laughs> Only the finest of flea markets could you get a tag of that quality. It is. It was a. Uh, that's a classy piece. I'm surprised you took that one off. I uh, hung it on my wall. That might affect value. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's you, you might, that's the tag you turn over, and it's signed by Jim Croce. <laughs> Just say it. In old English. <laughs> I have Leroy Brown's old car. Uh, what else can you say? Yeah. You officially went up several cool points instantly. Just boom. He's bad. Now now it's just bad, bad Richard Hoskins. <laughs> you ain't got a razor in your shoe, do you? Uh, I've got a thirty-two gun in my pocket for fun. <laughs> but, so, I mean, that's a good one, though. I mean, because that's almost, it's not spooky, that car story, though, with the vet. Like, it, it's got a good ending. Like, this, this is, a, he saves the guy. 
The guy wrecks his car, and he still saves him. I think there's some truth to that. You know, we we buy these old cars, and uh, they are. They're blessed by the people that owned them previously. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, in the case of that song, I mean, it's, it's, it's a happy song. It, it really is. I mean, it's got some downer points to it, but you know what I mean. So, I mean, I, I really like it. And I believe that there's a version this true of that. Absolutely. I mean, because there's a lot of military service men and women that didn't make it back. And they had, you know, I mean, they were in the cool cars just like everybody else. You know, so, I, I mean, it's very possible that it could have happened. So, I mean, I really deem it being true to an extent. Now, I think over the years, you know, obviously the car changes and the dollar amounts and whatnot. But Of course. But, you know, extremely interesting. You know, I mean, that's that's the cool thing about it. I mean, but, I mean. Cars live on. Oh, they don't die. And I mean, they really, I mean, as a rule. You know, we, we own these cars and say own, we keep them until someone else comes along and keeps them among us. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like my 56 Chevrolet. Just, that car has the coolest story ever. I mean, that's the thing that's cool about it. It's not spooky at all. But, but I mean, just think about the things that car has seen. And the times, I mean, we're talking way before man was on the moon or anything. This car was roaming the streets of California. That car is so cool. Um, you know, 62, 327, four speed. Exactly. And I mean, like, you know, I mean, it's just an old school hot rod. And, and I mean, and that's the reason, like, you know, and, and, and and I know, like, the LS stuff is so cool. And, 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 you know, the new stuff. But you hate to mess with it because, I mean, it's just so cool like it is. I mean, nothing would tickle me more than to to dunk that thing in the head and send it to the buy shop and just make the slickest 56 Chevrolet ever out of it. It already is. But but it's just, like, the cool factor with it. Yeah. I mean, that thing is uh, – and, Patrick, I'm going to have to ask your permission uh, – that thing is a true badass. Oh, it is. I love it. It's it's an American badass. We got a thumbs up on that. That was a good sign. Oh uh, no, we got a we got a shaking head. We got a shaking head, frowny face. This is how we uh, this is how we stay on the right side of the FCC <laughs> here. Hot rods and happy hour. <laughs> Patrick is the go-to guy. Patrick is our guy. But you know, I mean, and so I mean, maybe the fifty-six got a ghost in it. If I had to imagine the ghost for the 56, I would say it would be like the Fonz. Hey. I like Ike and my bike likes Ike. I'm with you. Just saying. You know, it's 1962. That's as cool as it gets. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, cruising the strip or cruising the streets. You know, I mean, that was the thing that was cool about that. That car, I mean, that car got to do diehard cruising across the country. And ended up back here in South Carolina, which is kind of cool. It just goes to show you they don't die. They just keep moving on. I'll tell you what else keeps moving on. These darn commercial breaks. Every time we get in a good run, we got to stop. I'll blame Patrick. It's all Patrick's fault. 
Guys, stay tuned. We're talking spooky car stories right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rod Pitts, Richard Hoskins. What's happening in Birmingham, Alabama? That's what I'm saying. All right. You know, I think they got a football team down there. College football. Do they? I think. Maybe. I don't know. I'm a Tiger fan. We don't do that kind of stuff around here. All right, enough of that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you like that other school <laughs> that happens to be in South Carolina. That's right. Cola. And Cola. That's the one you've never called out. You've never called out Columbia, South Carolina. I know. Um, I'm trying to kind of stay away from that these days. I don't blame you. I would, too. What's you up, can, Columbia, South Carolina? You can shout out Tiger Tail if you like. I mean, no, no. Clemson. Never going to do it. Never. Never. How about if we do this show long enough and you run out of enough <laughs> cities, states, and towns? <laughs> well, you talked to Brooke about that. Okay. Um, I need I need my muse. Yes. We'll, to, we'll start naming foreign countries. <laughs> All right. So we're talking spooky car stories. And there's a lot of good car stories, a lot of good ones out there. And I've had one that, thinking back on it, that I had a car that was haunted, I believe. Really? Yes. You remember my red Corvette, the convertible? Yeah, the... uh, ACI convertible vet. 75 slash 81? Yeah, basically. It was actually an 80, but... So, all right. Let me tell you a story. Let's jump back to, I'm not going to give you times because it was a long time ago, but many years ago, old Rob was 21 years old, newly married. I know that's scary enough as it is. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> but uh, children are listening. Stop. But, uh, you know, 21 years old. And I had a 95 Mustang GT. And I was purple one. Yes, I did. Ninety five GT hardtop, and I drove it around. And what at the time I was selling cars online for car lots, and uh, selling them on eBay. This tells you how long ago this was because we all know what happened there. <laughs> but I went to a little car lot on White Horse Road right here in Greenville, South Carolina. And the car lot's still there to this day. It's actually owned by a different person now, but the car lot's still there. I pulled in, and I was actually going to go take pictures of the cars. And the guy that owned it had a bright red 1980 Corvette convertible. And the first thing that caught my eyes, they didn't make an 80 Corvette convertible. Actually, they did. It was an ACI conversion. And in 1980, 81, and 82... There was a company in Ohio that would take your brand new Corvette and cut it in half and put a 75 back clip on it, basically. <laughs> but uh, it was about an $8,000 option. And they actually didn't do just Corvettes. They were the same guys that cut the tops on the uh, Camaros, the third-gen Camaros. It was ACS, wasn't it? Uh, that was ACI. ACI might be. Um, American Sunroof Company. Well, yeah, yes. Well, I think it, they changed to that because they did van conversions and all this stuff. But... In 1980, I think it was ACI, but right. it was American Customs Incorporated or something like that. 
So anyway, like they even did some like Toyota Celicas and stuff, like like new Celicas. They cut the tops off of those. But um, anyway, they'd cut the top off of anything. They'd make anything into a convertible. The uh, so anyway, this cool Corvette flared out, Greenwood body kit. I mean, seventeen inch Dayton wire wheels. You know, here's old Robbie Young Buck, big Corvette fan. Always wanted a vet, never had one. That's pimp as can be. And uh, a little side story to this is the guy that owned it, they owned the car lot. It was his fiance's car. He had a black one that was almost a twin to it. It was a convertible, but it was actually a 72 with a body kit and all that. And then they had this red one that was his fiance's. And I see this red one sitting on the front line now. So I walk in and talk to the owner. Is it trouble in paradise? And he goes, yeah, I caught her cheating on me. Hate that car. That's when you buy. Well, he, he started eyeballing. He goes, you got the title of that little Mustang GT? I said, I sure do. He goes, I'd swap you today. You could not trade fast enough. Done deal. All right. So I traded said 95 Mustang GT. For this 1980 Corvette <clears throat> on a used car lot on a Saturday morning on White Horse Road in Greenville, South Carolina. I was so excited. I couldn't whip out my I couldn't whip out my flip phone fast enough to call my dad to tell them the epic trade I made. The very first words out of my day, I actually went straight to my parents house with it. And the very first words out of his mouth is, you got the title of this thing? He said, yeah. He said, good. He said, because like that guy, that man's going to want his car back. There's no way he <laughs> traded for that purple Mustang. And I said, he did. The purple Mustang was cool, but... It wasn't that cool. It wasn't 1980 Corvette convertible cool. Yeah. So, even with the wire wheels. So, I never get how excited I was. I drove it over... To my house, and my wife was home. I was so excited to show her my new Corvette. The first words out of her mouth, that's the ugliest car I've ever laid eyes on. Ugh, that's that, a strike. That's why she's your ex-wife. And the joke, she never rode in that car. She never once sat in it. She refused. We were married for five years. She never sat in it. She never drove it. She never rode in it, ever. Really? Ever. She never opened it. To my knowledge, I don't think she ever opened a door to it. All right. You know what? We're joking around. And the constant running joke constantly between me and my first wife was, keep on, this car's going to be around a lot longer than you. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> All right. So you know what? I'm a single man, bacheloring it around. Shoot, I still had my Corvette five years later. I'm divorced. Got my vet. I'm riding around having a great time. Love my vet. Done changed the wheels. Got it, got it presentable, done a lot of work to it over the years. <clears throat> and uh, so that's two heartbreaks right there. All right. From this Corvette. All right. So now we're riding through. Well, I had it for about another few years. And I was on a forum called Digital Corvettes back in the day. And I was posting pictures. I was going to do a rebuild on it. Like I'm doing a total redo. We took this car off the frame. Did all this work to it, 
And everybody was on me because I want to paint it back just bright red. I said, that's what the world needs, another red Corvette. You want to paint it pewter. And the guy that was on my case so much, I was joking around with him, and I said, you know what? Once you buy it, you can paint it any color you want. Well, he sent me a private message, and he said, how much would you like for it? I put a, just a crazy you know, pie-in-the-sky number. I said, that'll shut him up. He messaged me back. Like a week later, he said, so you're in Greenville, South Carolina. He said, I can be down there to get it the next week. I'm like, crap, I just sold my car and didn't even realize it. Okay. That happens. Well, the funny thing about this was, is when this guy showed up, he actually owned a rod shop in Idaho. No, Iowa, rather, Iowa. All right, so he comes in, and he's got his wife on his arm. He's one of those couples. You know what I mean? Like the husband and wife are inseparable. And she worked at the bank, and he said, boy, good thing my wife works at the bank. I was, I was having a hard time getting all this cash out of the bank at one time. I'm glad my wife works there. And, I mean, they were just the happiest couple ever. And, I mean, you know, I'm like, awesome. You know, So we get this car loaded up. It's gone. It goes to Iowa. And you know what else we got? We're out of time. You're going to have to hang tight for the rest of this story, kids. We got a commercial break. That's right. That's right. We're going to leave. We're going to leave you hanging right there. So Rob's Ghost Corvette is headed. Heartbreak Ghost Corvette is headed to Iowa. Stay tuned for the exciting conclusion, kids. Right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.